If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, did you hear Burger King is facing a class action lawsuit for making their burgers look much larger in ads than in real life? Second, when you think of gelato, you probably think, ooh, Italy, let's go on a trip. Yeah. Uh, Not Taco Bell. (laughs) <laughs> but Taco Bell created Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Ugh. They're testing it at one restaurant in Southern California, and it's, if it's successful, they're going to go nationwide. You know somebody's going to love it. Yeah. Somebody is. And finally, in the world of food, do you ever eat in bed? I never do. Not even breakfast in bed. Mm-hmm. Never eat in bed. It's we don't. Just, yeah, I, we don't eat, you know what? Like on Mother's Day or something, we'll make... Like breakfast in bed. But then she takes the tray and eats it. Yeah, I mean, it's so awkward trying to eat in bed. The hashtag snack drawer under my bed (laughs) has more than 30 million views on TikTok. People are creating fancy plastic divider drawers with Rice Krispies, cookies, and more. Think of like all the videos you've seen of the organized pantry with no late, you know, no boxes of cereal, just a pretty little plastic bin with mm. your cereal, but they're doing that under the bed <laughs> with snacks. That's funny. That's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you know who's excited about this trend? The pest control company. Yes, there you go. Coming up in just a minute, this guy needed some help, but he pulled off an epic marriage proposal. This guy needed a little help, but he pulled off an epic surprise marriage proposal. He had to get an entire airport on it. Uh, Yash wanted to ask Raya to marry him, so he recorded a message. He was real nervous, even though he's in his own home, and asked the New Zealand airport to play it for him over the sound system when Raya's plane landed. Attention, Ria Shukla. I have something really important to ask you. Will you marry me? All of their family and friends were there with a sign, and they... Out popped Yash, got down on one knee, popped the question. Everyone was screaming in the airport. It was like, "Wow!" She said, "Yes." Aww, it was awesome. Cool. And in the end, um, it was really sweet. She goes, "She goes, I can't believe you did this for me. This was such a great surprise." And he, she, he just goes, "Anything for you." Oh. Wow. Look at that. So sweet. Love is now boarding at gate three. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever recognize in your own life that you're doing something that's probably a little weird? (laughs) Like You wonder, do other people do this too? Did something last night when I went to bed, turned off the light and I was like, huh, am I the only one? We'll talk about it next. I wonder if anybody else does this. I mean, we all have those things in our lives that we do routinely. And then if you stop and think about it, go like, am I weird? Am I the only person that that does this? And here's what I do when I go to bed. Um, When I go to bed, I get, I have a super soft, I call it a smooshy pillow. I mean, it is like no support at all. It's just like feathers. You just sink into it. It's Mm -hmm. lovely. That's my pillow, right? I've got two pillows on the bed. There's a firm one and there's that one. So I take the firm one off. I sink my head down into the smooshy one. And then I take the firm one and I put it over my head. Like I cover my eyes, make sure it doesn't cover my nose and then smoosh it down around my ears. So it's dark and it's quiet. And you sleep that way? I fall asleep that way. I don't wake up that way. That's but, very unique. But I fall asleep that way. It feels smothering to me. So I much, would not want a pillow over my head. Here's how weird it is. Tracy got me a sleep mask. She was like, stop doing that. Just put that here. Put this on. Yeah. And I don't like that. You I, gotta like, have I, like your... my pill- I like my pillow because the sleep mask doesn't like deaden the noise too. And do you do the same routine like in a hotel room? You got to have that extra pillow over your head, over your face. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do it. Huh? 
I do. That's very unique. I've never heard of this in my life. Isn't that weird? I was today years old. <laughs> Does anyone How else do, you not do get that? So like, ah, uh, just your own breath creating all that heat. No, no, no. You have to push it up over your nose. You leave your nose and your mouth exposed. You cover oh, the it's eyes, over your eyes and then you smoosh it down over your ears. It's wonderful. <laughs> Does it really muffle the sound that much? Try it much? tonight. You try it tonight. And then do you have See to keep your arms back up there to hold it against no. your ears? No. It still helps? Just lie there and fall asleep. And then, you know, through the night, I don't know if you just like tear it off. You're like, get this thing off of me You know, while you're sleeping. I don't know if you do that or if it just falls off. But yeah, I, it I always it. falls off and, of you. And I think it's probably weird from first from Tracy's reaction and then from yours hearing never, that. I just can't imagine wanting a pillow over my head. Does anyone else do that? Does anyone else do that when they go to sleep at night? Or am I, in fact, weird? I prefer unique. There you go. <laughs> but whatever. Hey, Mary, just wondering, am I weird for sleeping with a pillow over my head? That's how I fall asleep every night. Well, I, I think it's weird. But if I leave the TV on, um, my husband will do that with his pillow. Oh, yeah. I could do that. I do not like the TV on. Like, we don't have a TV in our bedroom. But if uh-huh. we get a hotel room and Glenn wants to stay awake and watch TV, I'm like, ah, can you please turn it off? Yeah. And do you would you be think, tempted to put the pillow I, over yes, your head? Definitely. Yeah, there you go. I'm telling you guys, try Mary, try it tonight. Just like gently put it put it over your eyes, mold it around your ears, leave your mouth and your nose open, and I'm telling you, you will sleep like Lazarus in the tomb. <laughs> he was dead. Right. That's what I mean. It'll be that deep of a sleep. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd be afraid my husband would smother me. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about giving your baby a super unique and different name? Um, they just uh, did. They just, is it a blessing or a curse? Do you think they just, uh, it, de- it depends on what the name yeah. is. I think right? one thing that's cool is nobody will ever forget you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're always going to be like, Oh yeah, I know her. Yeah. I've met her super unique name. Well, um, someone went through the social security administration's official list of baby names from last year and they found the oddest ones. Okay. So the unique names for girls were minnow, Banksy, delight, Katniss, yeah, like Hunger Games, um, Sparkle, <laughs> Pearly, Menorah, can, uh, can, Canary, Canary, oh, can, can, Canary, like a canary in the coal mine, Bethlehem, Chai, like the tea, Strawberry, and finally, this is my daughter, Cinderella. Now, the boys <laughs> list is equally odd. Barley. You know, like the grain, dragon, Texas, Utah, Daytona, Fender, guitar lover there, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Clever, Gilead, Cotton, Rooster, Chaos, Ruckus, Crash, Forbes, Lancelot, (laughs) and finally, a son (laughs) just simply named Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> and I saw a Bible name this morning when I was doing my my devotional, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, how come nobody's used this one? It's a fem- female name, um, e- Epaphroditus. Hmm. This is my daughter, Epaphroditus. Well, that's yeah. you'd have to write that out every day. That's a, <laughs> yeah. a long name, right? I knew. Uh, have you known anyone speaking Bible names named Dorcas? No, yeah, but I've I, heard that name. I did not know her, but a friend of mine, his sister, was named. Dorcas. And okay. I was like, okay, I get it. It's a Bible name, but wow, <laughs> high school's going to be tough. <laughs> you should hear my mom talk about her twins. Yeah. She's so proud. She's like, 
It's Rhoda and Esther, one from the Old Testament and one from the New Testament. (laughs) Very proud of that. Coming up, wait till you hear about this mom's unique list of back-to-school rules for her son. Wait till you hear about this mom's unique list of back-to-school rules for her son. Her name's Nicole Johnson. Her son is 13. His name is Kai. And he was getting ready to head back to school. And his mom, she wanted to get some ground rules for an excellent school year. So she made a video. What we're not going to do is change up our stomach energy. You've been living on a diet of hot chips, chicken nuggets, and every popsicle and disgusting drink known to man (laughs) without one stomach ache. What we're not going to do is tell me about reports, permission slips, and picture day packets the day before they're due. (laughs) (laughs) The 43-year-old nurse said her son will announce at the 11th hour that he has a homemade igloo due the next day. Right, exactly. And she's so glad she's making people smile with her video. She said parenthood is a glorious experience, but it's hard. Mm -hmm. It comes with problems, and we need to laugh at the weeds that grow in the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parenthood is like finishing a marathon. It's a glorious experience, but man, it hurts the way. <laughs> I love this mom so much. She is just awesome. We should we should talk about that with with the school year now. You know, it's underway. What what is it that your kids do? Like the last second, I've got an e clue to build by tomorrow. <laughs> last second project. What is your parenting pet peeve when it comes to schoolwork and your kids? Would love to hear from you. All right, come on, mom, dad, this is your moment. What is your pet peeve with your kids when it comes to school? Is it last minute homework? Is it permission slips? Is it them volunteering you for something without even asking? Would love to hear what it is. Hey, Cindy, we're talking about uh, parent pet peeves when it comes to the school year. What's yours? Telling me the morning of that he needs cash for something they're buying or selling at school. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody carries cash anymore. What, are you supposed to run to the ATM right then? (laughs) Right. Uh, I only have a 30-minute drive home every day. Tell me the day before. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The stuff that moms and dads go through is overwhelming for me to hear about. (laughs) Right. Love you guys. Love you right back. Take care, Cindy. Hey, Mary Kelly. We we have a question for you because you're a mom and you've been an educator. Now you're home with your baby girl. But uh, what is your pet peeve when it comes to kids waiting for the last minute with stuff with school, with back to school? Oh, my gosh. Just <laughs> hearing the words. Oh, <laughs> like before we're supposed to walk out the door. And it's always something that can't be done in the car. It's always something that, like, needs more attention from me than I can give in the 20 minutes it takes us to get to school. <laughs> and it's like, we had time last night, but you were watching Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said it always starts with, oh. <laughs> and you have mom guilt. No, thank you. Well, thanks so much, Mary. I'm sure so many moms can relate. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! This is such a sweet example of doing what you can to help others, no matter your limitations. Joan Potters lives in San Antonio, Texas. She's 93 years old, and Kev, you would love this lady. 
She takes leftover fabric and makes dog beds for local animal shelters. I just am happy to do it for them and to know that some dog is going to be comfortable. Their bones ache, too. (laughs) She says it makes her happy to know a random dog somewhere is going to be a little more comfy. I know nothing makes our dogs happier than... Like getting not just getting on their bed, but they do that thing where they they take their paws and they're like digging. Make a nest. Yeah, we call it digging to China. Yeah, right, right, right. But our dogs have the smallest stack of dog beds is two. Like the ones in our living room, they're stacked three high. So it's like, how much more comfortable do you want to? You're you're already the most comfortable dogs in the world. Yeah. (laughs) What else do you need? Joan Potter, by the way, she reminds me of my mom. My mom can sew, so I could totally see her doing that. But she's made like. Pajamas for kids in Guatemala, and oh, she just this little old lady at her sewing machine Aww, helping cool. others. Something I love on Facebook is Facebook memories. It's oh, it's yeah. like having a scrapbook every day that pops up, you know, like right up right on your phone. And a fantastic memory came up uh, yesterday of one of one of my uh, my cousins that had a a really big accomplishment today five years ago. Talk about it next. I love Facebook memories. I don't know if you do. It's like almost having a scrapbook on your phone, right? Oh, "Oh, I remember that. That was a great time. Um, One came up on my memories today of my cousin Carol finishing hiking the entire Appalachian Trail. That's incredible. So impressive. Now, she wasn't what they call a through hiker who does it all in one one fell swoop. Uh, She and a friend of hers decided we're going to do it in sections. Mm -hmm. So every summer they would they would. Pick out a section and like, we're going to start here and finish here. And they did the whole thing. Wow. Uh, and they finished. And one of my daughters said uh, they needed a ride. Mm-hmm. One of my daughters was like, I'll go pick them up. Yeah. And not only that, I'm going to pick them up. And I'm going to hike the last few miles with them. So nice. my cousin called me even before it came up on Facebook. It, she called me yesterday. She goes, you know what tomorrow is? It's the day I finished hiking the Appalachian Trail, and your daughter came and picked me up. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what a great um, memory. But here's the thing with this. My cousin, Carol, she has lived an extraordinary life. She had a, her own interior design business, and she focused primarily on uh, like medical institutions. She would do like their waiting rooms or the foyers in a, in a big uh, hospital or whatever. So she was very successful, and now she's retired, and she is hashtag living her best life. Um, so she did that, hiked the Appalachian Trail since she retired. Um, li- this summer, she and a group of her besties went and they did a 15-day hiking tour through the Alps. Whoa. And how then fun. way back in the beginning of the spring, they did a bike ride. At, she lives way up in New Hampshire. They did a bike ride across uh, New York State. It was mm. an 800, 800 miles in I forget how many days. Uh, she said they averaged like 40-some miles That's a day. impressive. Wow. She goes... Every day that I was out there hating the bike, I was thinking about you. Because <laughs> she knows I love to yeah. I love to ride. She, was, she said, I was thinking Kevin would think this was the easiest thing ever. I was like, no, girl, 800 miles, that is no joke. At this point, she needs her own reality show. Yeah, well, she's got so many adventures. Planning her next adventure, she thinks she's going to go to Croatia and Poland next summer. Because we're Polish, we're from, yeah. our families are from Poland, so she wants to spend some time there. So, That's a uh, lot to cover. She, I hope she's got a lot of time. She, did I mention she's retired oh. and was very successful? Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that would be so nice. Yeah. She, what she should do is a podcast. Does <laughs> or, she need a helper? <laughs> I could be a great assistant. Yeah, if she does get in line. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sometimes you perceive yourself a certain way. 
And then you get a reality check. Yeah, yeah, right. And that totally happened to me the other day. I'll tell you about it in just a minute. So I don't know about you, but there's sometimes this big chasm between how I perceive myself and reality. Mm -hmm. And I am going to out myself big time on one of those times. Because, you know, there's that phrase like, Perception. Someone's perception is their reality. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and um, the problem with that is we're all delusional. Yes, so. <laughs> we are. And I was very delusional the other day. So here's the deal. You know, I love trail running and mountain biking. I think I just love being out in the woods. I love being in nature. They're called thin places where you feel closer to God. So it's my thing. And so if I'm running along doing a trail run, <laughs> and I see a deer. And the deer's just stopped and staring at me. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. It's just like, wow, this is such a God moment. Like, I just feel closer to God, like mm-hmm. in his creation with this beautiful animal looking at me. Meanwhile, the and animal's thinking, I'm seeing an alien. Yeah, especially <laughs> with my weird sunglasses, my prescription sunglasses. You're the, you're the deer version of a UFO. Yeah. What is that? What is that? <laughs> so this deer is just looking at me, and I stupidly think, as if deer know the human voice, mm-hmm. I think I can baby talk the deer into sticking around a little longer. And so I was like... Hi, baby. Hi, sweetheart. And I always talk, baby. I'm like, you're so pretty. Well, I took a video and I'm like, oh, I'm going to post this later on Instagram of this beautiful deer and this moment I had in the woods. Mm-hmm. And I go to post it and I was putting some catch- captions on the Insta story. And here I thought I was a sweet little baby talker. I sound like the scariest movie you've ever seen you have in your it? life. Can you yeah, play for us? Here it is. Gosh, you could dump that audio into a TikTok and wow. pair it with this any sca- yeah, right. scra- scary scene is, of any movie. It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> what was that? It's from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Think of that movie. Okay, Silence of the Lambs. Think of uh, what is it called? Um, where it's at the hotel, The Shining. The Shining. Any? Listen. Think of those movies and listen to this again. <laughs> you can even hear the bird chirping. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I thought I was being so sweet and baby I talk. love all of nature. It turns me into a psychopath. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you were just talking about you being creepy, weird out in the woods. You thought you were baby talking to a deer. Right. But you just sounded like a psychopath. Right. It's very scary. (laughs) Hi, deer. I've got my white van parked right over there. (laughs) There's deer kibble in there. (laughs) So, but earlier in the show, I was asking, am I weird because I sleep with a pillow over my head? Right. I'm wondering. So I'm sleeping with a pillow over my head. You're out in the woods talking weirdly to deer. Why did they ever decide, we need to give these two a radio show? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's kind of like a train wreck. You can't look away. Maybe. It's like you got to listen because you're like, what in the world are you going to do now? I'm thinking is if somebody is a first time listener, they're like, oh my goodness. (laughs) What what is wrong? What's happening? What is wrong with them? I think these people might need therapy. Why did they put them on the radio? (laughs) I, I don't know. Hey, do you have an exciting job or not so much? New study found close to half of Americans are bored at work for at least three (laughs) days in the work week. And 71% of workers who have been in the same job for only two years 
say their job feels way too routine. Really? That's a problem because most Americans say they want to like their job. Huh. I, I saw something the other day. Uh, a guy said, my my boss wants us all back in the office. Mm-hmm. He feels like being at home, we're not not being very productive. And the guy responded like, what do you think we are when we're in the office? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, the people I've talked to who seem to love their jobs the most, Mm -hmm. they always go, oh, oh, it's awesome. I love my job so much. There's no two days alike. Hmm. So it's variety. People like variety. The the routine just gets way too boring. Huh. Well, coming up, would you pay for this particular upgrade next time you fly? See if you would pay for this upgrade next time you fly. 50 bucks extra per seat to sit in a. Adult only section. <laughs> they said it's designed for travelers traveling without children and for business travelers who want to work in a quiet environment. Mm. Now they claim this airline says, oh, no, 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 it's not anti parent. It's not anti child. Mm-hmm. They claim parents will be breathing a sigh of relief because they can worry less about reactions from passengers when their child's crying. Really? The only adult zones Mm. are going to be in the front of the plane, and it will be physically separated from the rest of the plane using walls and those oh-foreboding curtains. (laughs) They always make me giggle. (laughs) giggle. Um, It's Because that curtains are not soundproof, last time I checked. Mm -hmm. Um, It's unclear if they're going to be fortifying the barrier with any kind of soundproofing, but... Here's my... uh... Here, here's my thought on that real quick. The Okay, if they have an adult-only section, that means that they're going to be pushing all of the people with kids into another section. So that section's going to be even louder mm. than it normally, because normally they're spread about the plane. But yeah. if, you're, if you're creating a whole section that's just adults, that means the kids have to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't pay for normally wouldn't pay for the upgrade, but I mean if it's going to be like romper room in one section of the plane and adults only in the other. There's no way to predict that ahead of time though. It's not like you can look at the master plan of the aircraft and be like that's got a child, that's got... I, I want to sit in the kids it, section. But no, if they make it a policy it will. Now for me I wouldn't pay for it cuz I don't not only do I not mind sitting next to I a kid. I love kids. I like it when they put me next to one because I feel like if the kid acts up or something I can say to the mom like hey don't worry I've got totally I got four kids. I totally understand what you're going mm-hmm. through. You're doing a great job. Yeah. But I can I can be the counter to the rest of the plane being like I, I want to go viral for being like the person that like rocks the child. Well, the parent, you know, the heavens always go viral. Like, so you're like Taylor Scott from the Kevin and Taylor show jumped in and helped hold the baby. The baby peed on her and she didn't mind. Mother Teresa complex often. <laughs> just make it, it would be a great way to promote the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell tell Glenn that next time you're getting on the plane. Say, like, I'm going to ask, are there any small Anybody children? Anybody want me to hold your baby? Any small children that, that boarded already, preferably, you know, like cranky, colicky. I want to be next to them. I brought be like, my what? own rattle and teething rings. <laughs> I'm not a mom myself, but I've got you, boo. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Would you pay extra to sit in the child-free zone on the airplane? Or let's expand it. Like if they had that at a restaurant, would you ask for the child-free zone? Give us a call. We're talking about an airline has introduced the concept of doing a child-free zone. You pay an upcharge, like 50 bucks, and you get to sit in this section where there aren't any kids. And if the plane's big enough, by the way, that can make a big difference. Like, if the kid's in the back of the plane, you're in the front of the plane, you're not going to hear them. Yeah. Um, and I think I can look at this from from two different perspectives. My wife and I have four kids. We have been that family 
like <laughs> going down the aisle. Wait, wait, wait. That's not our seat. You know, the, we've been those people. Our kids never really misbehaved on the plane. I think I think my daughter Autumn got like problems with her ears Aww, landing one time when so she was bad. little and, and she was crying as we born happy. So we, we've been there and we've also been, you know, just me and Tracy traveling. And sometimes if there's a screaming kid and you're like, I just wanted to get a few, few, I just want a few yeah. Z's, just wanted a nap before we got there. So I'd be refreshed and I can't sleep because I had a kid um, kick my seat the whole flight. And then um, let's just say the child needed the air sickness bag. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was felt like a long flight. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but push comes the shove. I don't see myself clicking purchase nah. for fifty dollars. For awesome. Tracy and I flying together, it'd be a hundred dollars more. Which kind of defeats the purpose of hunting around looking for a great airfare. You know, like, oh, right. look, I saved $35 each way for us, you know, and you're super proud. And then you're going to go blow it. Yeah. For, you know, just so you don't have to sit next to a kid. I, I wonder, do it. it would be neat to have a parent of young kids weigh in and mm-hmm. say whether they, the airline is accomplishing what they think. They say, oh, no, parents will breathe a sigh of relief. No. They won't feel no. like we're anti parent or anti child. They're going to be happy that the people around them wanted to be around no. kids. Having having traveled, like I said, with four little ones in, in our past, that would not make you feel that way. At least I don't think so. We'd love to hear from you. What do you think when you hear that? How does it make you feel? Does it sit all right with you that they're going to section off a special kid-free zone? Hey, Fatima. But- so what do you think of this kid-only section and the adult-only section on the airplane? The focus should be, why don't we make it easier for kids to travel? Why do we have a section, especially for kids? Like, if you go to a pediatric dentist, why do they have, you know, better wall colors, toys, entertainment to help the parents, to help them enjoy their visit? So why don't we keep the plane? If they want, why do we focus only on the adults? I mean, you don't see in the news... Um, kids fighting in the plane. You see a fighting. <laughs> That's true. They're not the ones <laughs> causing the problems. Uh, okay, I, I got an idea. I got an idea. Our church loves families worshiping together. I mean, from cradle to teens, everybody together. There's no teen church. There's no separate church. There's no kids church. Everybody together. But they do have a crying room. If a kid you know, is going to be cranky and the parents know it, they can just sit in there from the beginning. Oh. Or or they can leave so have a know, crying room during the, the service. Yeah. What if they have like a crying room? On the plane, like it could have those little the, jump seats with the seatbelts because it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. if your kid, have your seatbelt, if on. your kid's acting up, just yeah. go back to the little crying section and then mm-hmm. have them be soothed and calm down. You know, because they have so much extra room on planes, like those right. ginormous bathrooms <laughs> they have. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing about this too is everybody sees it from their perspective. Like Fatima is a mom, so yeah. she's like, "No, they should make it more kid friendly." I'm sure there's somebody listening. It's a business traveler that's like. My travel is what keeps the planes in the air. I'm spending a ton of money. I want to be able to relax. So everybody sees it from their narrow perspective. Speaking of uh, bad behavior on airplanes, you know, Fatima was like, it's not the kids that are ending up on the local news. (laughs) I asked a flight attendant one time because the um, entertainment system was broken on our plane. Uh And they said it makes it a nightmare for the flight attendants, because behavior beca- becomes a lot worse. Oh, I bet. When yeah. people aren't like no, distracted, distracted by their screens. Right. 